This is Roy from Jaguar Twin, and you're hanging out with me and Rob on Front Row Live. What's up, guys? Rob here, Front Row Live Entertainment. I am hanging out. It's been a minute, but I'm hanging out here with Roy English, uh, the mastermind behind Jaguar Twin. What's up, dude? It's so good to see you again, man. It's great to see you, too, man. It's it's long overdue. It really is. It really is. We've both been in this from, like, the early, like, punk do, uh, DIY days, and, like, now we're here, Hollywood Hills, doing this interview just you know like it's it's crazy like what we've kind of gone through and like everything that we've experienced but for you musically you've evolved so much in your music and like I'm curious like what that process has been like kind of discovering yourself as an artist going through the motions rediscovering yourself on this new album 33 and like what that process has been like for you I mean it's been a journey this this album has been years in the making in like every way but even just making the album itself it was two years over the course of two years yeah. and it really comes out of a lot of like darkness and pain and like feeling very lost in myself at a certain mm -hmm. time and and you know working on being an artist for so long and feeling like am i crazy like is this ever gonna ha happen or make it whatever that means yeah. right um but finding so much like peace within that's led to peace without and that's sort of the the meaning of 33 yeah. um the album was made when i was 33 and it's it's been a journey but all things that i'm so grateful for grateful for the journey grateful for the long winding path <laughs> yeah and, and like the the thing like we briefly talked about it earlier and it's like since I first met you and since I heard your original kind of music like I've always felt like you were a channel basically a, a, a channel and whatever was coming you were just kind of releasing it. like that's how I pictured everything that you've released musically and when I listen to this new album like it really gives me that vibe it's like you are I don't know it's like you're taking us into this world where you get to talk about these dark themes that a lot of us also go through but we don't know how to express it and you help us kind of go into it and just come out of it feeling better and it's so insane like it gives me chills when i think about it but like have you ever thought about that when you're writing your music like have you thought about like how much of an impact you're having on those listeners i don't think early on i did it all i think early on i would just kind of like free my mind and whatever came out like it was kind of nonsense to me at the time and then looking back it was like oh these these are pretty cool yeah. lyrics actually there's something it means something to me and it could mean something else to somebody else right. but then sort of over the last you know like 10 years doing this i kind of got into like thinking about it so much mm -hmm. and and chasing success yeah. or chasing because it was like it was almost like survival mode like i have to do this but that didn't create great art at a time and it made me got me stuck and with with this album especially it was kind of going back to that like blank mind and letting whatever needs to come through come through and there's songs on there that, like I don't feel like I wrote it, it was like here's this thing that and I've heard artists say that like in the past I'm like eh, like okay maybe but like it's real like when you don't think about it and you just I don't know, it sounds cheesy maybe, but like open up your, your heart. Like, what do I feel and let it come through? 
there's something that's so magic about that. And then also seeing like the way that people respond to music and the way that it can like um, touch people on a different level than even words and even language. Like, you know, I've, I've, I call this album kind of like a Trojan horse album, meaning like a song like Happy Face, for instance. It's, we got, we got the star tours going by. That's how you know you've made it. Like, you are part of the star tour. <laughs> um, but like a song like Happy Face, yeah. it's, if I tell you, hey, put on a happy face and everything's okay, and it's to really happy music, yeah. it means something totally different. Right. But if I put it to this weird kind of twisted, dark, clown style music it's, it means something else that yeah. I might not be able to express and articulate in words but paired with music the words mean something else mm. and I think it kind of allows like that song specifically and a lot of songs on 33 it allows me to go into those dark places that I know so well like I know what it's like to have so much depression and anxiety and darkness that I can't go into the grocery store or I feel like I can't go into you know um crippling but I know that like if I can come out of that anybody can and so I call it Trojan horse music because it's like I can deliver like on a dark sounding music a positive message and like hopefully show people the truth of themselves like right. through that pull people out right and that's that's a cool way to put it uh Trojan horse because you, you know, you listen to that song, but then you listen to a song like It's Your Time, and, and all of a sudden, like, you have all this energy. You feel better about yourself. You feel like you're ready to take over the world. Like, it's, like, I think that's one of the main reasons why I fell in love with music so early on, because it lets you feel so many different emotions that sometimes, like I said earlier, you don't even know that you're feeling or you're going through. Um, so for you as the artist, writing something so dark like Happy Face and then jumping back to something like It's Your Time, like... What is that vibe like for you in the studio? Because that, that sounds stressful. Like it sounds like there's so many emotions coming in all at once and it's just like draining at the same time. Is that safe to say? It doesn't feel draining. If anything, it feels like cathartic. Okay. Like, a, like a song like It's Your Time. I mean, honestly, that one is probably more emotional to sing and, and 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 maybe was to write than happy face in some ways because it was like really looking at myself from like a bird's eye view and just being like man like I'm proud of you yeah like I'm proud of what you've come through I'm proud those are hard words to say those are those are sometimes harder than yeah. like you can do better like you know whatever it is um yeah but but a song like happy face um, I'm singing, hey, put on it. It's, it's, I'm, yeah. the words I'm singing are all pretty happy, really, but the music's dark. Yeah. So that's kind of, it's an interesting psychological thing. And we kind of played with that when we released Happy Face mm. because we did the thing where like you had to smile at the camera for three and a half minutes and that was the only way you could hear the song. Yeah. And if you stop smiling, the AI facial recognition would make the sight melt. And the whole time you're listening, you're wow. watching these dystopian images of the world and all these, whatever was going on politically, and, and you have to just like hold this smile. 
but it's it does something crazy psychologically because the music's dark but you're saying everything's okay and you're smiling but it it tricks your brain chemistry into actually feeling happy so like it's this weird emotion when you're looking at these dystopian images but then you're feeling happy and it's playing with those things the human experience is is deep yeah i mean you've always been about that stuff like the human experience and like kind of just like digging deeper into your soul than just like what you see on the outside and like i don't know i feel like you've always been about that kind of style i've 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 always been about it and and curious Mm. i've always been curious and and seeking um but i think sometimes when you're seeking like you you there it's like why are you seeking in the first place and i think for me it was because like i could feel so much like darkness and anger and just like whatever um and and that was important to feel. It was it was an important part, and I think it's an important part of everyone's journey. Yeah. Those dark times, you can get stuck in them, but if you can manage to pull yourself out, which everyone can, mm. it's hard. Yeah. But then, like on the other side of that, that's like that's the goal. That's that's like the hero's journey. Yeah. You gotta go through those dark times. Yeah, that's true, and I love that. Like collaboration wise it's you and Matthew Pauling again like you guys have collaborated for a while since the debut record and probably even before that but coming into this different um different tone on this album it's like you found a different a a new meaning for this record like how did the two of you collaborate and like how was it also a natural process for him with this new direction or was it like something that you kind of had to learn from each other once again like as if it was the first time working together Matt and I, our dynamic is nuts. It's like fire. And like, like meaning like, like fire. Him and I see the world similarly, but from two totally different perspectives. Like I always say like the truth is like this sphere. I'm over here, he's over here. We're looking at this thing, but from two totally different angles. Earth is flat and earth is round. Earth is flat and the earth is round. But what and also like real through this album like i was like i need to understand how this human being he listens to music and i noticed like oh we're listening to songs two totally different ways like some people listen to songs and they're only hearing the guitar yeah. or they're hearing the tone of the guitar maybe not even the part and some people are just listening to the lyric mm-hmm. or you know whatever it is everyone listens to music differently but what's so magic about matt is because we see things so differently it's like there's dynamic tension sometimes because I'm seeing something and art is it's you can't articulate like how I, I hear this thing can't say to you how I hear it but like there's so much love and respect also in our relationship that the dynamic tension with love and respect it creates just something magical and I mean I think that's with any relationship as long as there's love and respect like sometimes working with people who are opposite of you is a really good thing. It's not easiest, but it, it's beautiful. I'm sure that's difficult too, like, uh, especially when it's like you, I feel like you dove in more to the um, experimental side with like sonically on this album. So uh, was this your idea from the beginning or was this something that the two of you kind of bounced together with this like this, this, this chemistry that you guys have in the studio? It kind of just happened naturally. And we we just let things flow. 
Matt is a master of flow and, and creating environments um, that allows me as the artist to flow or he'll do things like, all right, we're going to jump in the ice bath at 33 degrees for three minutes before you do this vocal take. And I'll be in there and then I come out, my hands are all cramped up and it's like, but it creates a different yeah. feeling. He's great at that. The master. It's it's just so cool, like, because you listen to this album, and when you guys listen to it, September 30th, like, you listen to this album, and you do not know what the next song is going to sound like. And I love that so much, because you don't put yourself in a box. And, like, it, I guess at the same time, going back to, like, how people listen to music differently, like, I guess at the same time, like, the different sonic style sounds, lyrics, like, themes, like, I guess it makes you want to focus even more on this album or on the record or on the next track. How did you go about like through this entire writing process and still be able to say like, this is a cohesive body of work? I don't know. <laughs> I think, I think just because it was coming from a pure authentic place from, from both Matt and I, um, it sounds it sounds like our collective soul, you know, and there's a signature to that. Right. And I think that's why it does still sound cohesive, even though it goes all over the place, yeah. is um, because of that kind of collective soul. And I want to dive in and talk about another song that you have a feature on this record with an artist that, thanks to you, I got introduced to, uh, Little Luna. And, like, she's incredible. Um, you posted about her last year I want to say and it was around a time where I really needed something like I was I was in my own dark place and you posted about her I checked her out and I was like holy shit like this is getting me out of my dark place <laughs> and like again this is why I fall in love with music more and more every year every day um, but you introduced me to her and now she's featured on your album pay attention is the name of the track and again it's another sound another vibe and it's such a masterpiece as well like dive me into the studio what was that collaboration like between the two of you because i feel like you both just create like masterpieces every time yeah i mean lil luna is one of my favorite artists i think she is an important force mm -hmm. in the world her perspective is just so beautiful um i mean her and i both are really into learning and and growing and we've both been on our like spiritual journeys and i'm a big mythology nerd so i sort of wanted to write like a, a modern mythology song about like what it is to pay attention mm -hmm. and sort of like our attention being monetized at all times and it always has been yeah. um it's just more obvious now it's just more obvious now and so I like told her about the song first, like the idea, and she was like, "What?" And she came over to my house, and we just like vibed out, and she kind of played these characters, and then, um, and then we went over to Matt's studio and like really locked it in, and uh, he had this crazy like string arrangement and these horn arrangements. Like at first, I was just doing the horns with my mouth, like. <laughs> And then Matt's like, hold on, let's get someone to really do this. Um, but it was a great process. And Lil Luna is just such a, uh, 
a force. Yeah, she really is. She really is. And what was like the most like, uh, what was the most challenging track that you would say like to either create or record that you had on this record, and why? Honestly, it was at the moment. <laughs> I don't know. They're all their different challenges, yeah. but online was such a puzzle piece to figure out. Um, Matt and I had this, the hook. Okay. Cause you can get it online. And we were just like- Catchy by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but it came like, we were just messing around. Like, like let's try something really dumb. And then we're like, wait, this is cool. And like, everyone loves the internet. Cause context is everything. So yeah. me just singing, Cause you can get it online. Yeah, it's like not the, not the same as when it's a choir. And so <laughs> we we had it just me singing that. I'm like, this is kind of interesting and funny, but like, what can we, how can we flip this? So like, what if we did like a choir? Yeah. And if the choir is singing it, then all of a sudden there's like this comedic element to it. Um, but then like figuring out the verses and whatever, just it took a minute to like, what do we say and I had written these verses like a while ago for a different song yeah. um, with with two friends of mine and they just like fit perfectly into that and like I, I you know for the for the last like especially over COVID times mm -hmm. thinking like there's so much with the internet like, it's just like I was just thinking about the internet all the time like what is this being that we're living inside and yeah it kind of came out of that and it takes so many turns throughout the song <laughs> But it's cool that you mentioned like that whole emotion, that dynamic, because that's that's exactly why I felt um, it's your time was powerful. That whole like it's your time, I was like shit. Like this just like took me into the song. Like um, you had a lot of moments like this on this record. Do you have a favorite? I have two favorites. Okay. The first is the circle. That song is one that like, I just feel like was a gift and I'm so grateful that I get to be the one singing it because it's like, it's like that song existed before I did. It was like that, that feeling of yeah. just like, I know this song, but I'd never heard it before, but I know it. Um, and I, I love that song so much. And then the other one is Another Way to Heaven. Such a beautiful song too, by the way. That one is like, I wanted to tell a creation story. And I just love the way it turned out. That's amazing. That's amazing. Like I said earlier, this, this record is a masterpiece. And like that, what, three, four year wait almost between the debut and this, like it was so worth it. Like you needed to take that time to kind of re-explore yourself, to, to re-explore music and sounds and just lyrically your storytelling grows so much on this album um how do you i guess to close us off like how do you really go about as far as like becoming a better writer because um, i know you've always been like a, a like a book nerd uh, so to speak like so do you constantly just read and that's what helps you be more creative with your songwriting or do you have like other ways of doing so I mean, I do read a lot, yeah. and making this album, I read more than my whole, <laughs> I was reading so much, like really nerdy, like hours a day, especially through, I was reading like books a week, but I think a lot of it is like 
again, just like getting out of the way. Because you can read all these things and have knowledge or stories or whatever, yeah. but then like what wants to come through and, and I think with lyrics, it's so much about getting out of the way. Like you put all the inputs in, but then letting it go and sometimes it feels like nonsense when it's coming out and and then and then you kind of make sense of the nonsense and i feel like um nonsense is the only kind of sense that makes sense <laughs> that that creates sense if you guys don't understand what he's saying you have to listen to the album <laughs> that's basically <laughs> what he's saying <laughs> Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more and I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.